Hi everyone and welcome to a, a fresh podcast from myself, Ben, host of Meerkat Musings. I'm doing this one a little bit off, off the cuff, as I usually do with all these things really, uh, because I've just been looking at some interesting stuff on Twitter. It's going to be an interesting place for diverse ideas, not necessarily going to agree with all of them, but you do get a melting pot on Twitter sometimes when they're not wielding some very heavy-handed moderation and double standards of moderation, which is a problem with Twitter. Uh, accounts can be blocked or banned without exp- explanation, without ceremony, without explanation. And it seems like sometimes people on Twitter, people who run Twitter, are all too hasty Uh, Perhaps they fear a backlash in some way, shape or form, but they do seem to have some problems with with the way in which they handle disputes and the way in which they handle, as I say, moderation. Moving on from that, because that's a little bit beside the point. So uh, someone that I've sparred with on a few occasions now has recently tweeted uh, that wise women prefer a patriarchal society. Let's delve deeper into that for a second or two. A patriarchal patriarchal society. Oh, it's too early in the morning for me and my words. My words, my words. A patriarchal society is a society that places men at the top. It prioritises men's needs. It puts men in positions of power and authority. And it works hard to maintain that so for instance it's why we have historically had I think virtually nothing but male prime ministers in this country yes I know we've had a couple of female prime ministers but they've all been more or less predominantly male Um, as an aside they've also usually been white males as well um, because a lot of this patriarchy seems to be geared up in a lot of countries towards white men Although, to be fair, you know, you will find um, that the hierarchy between men and women, this idea of patriarchy, exists in other cultures as well. Uh, It's not unique to Western Europe by any means. And the structures are in place to ensure that that men tend to be the dominant ones, if you like, wherever they go. Uh, Another great example of this is America, which has had nothing but male presidents uh, throughout its history. And it is usually men that control things like, uh, well, particularly if you look at the Republican Congress, for example, and their lawmakers, they're pretty much all men. There are very, very few women right now in America in a position to shape the political future of that country. And men tend to make decisions based on what benefits men. Of course we do. We can't pretend otherwise. It's, it's, it's what a lot of rules in society are geared up to do. And gradually, well, these ideas are being challenged and things are slowly changing. And they're changing because women don't want to live in a patriarchal society. They don't want to live in a society that kind of puts their needs and, and their ambitions down in favour of men. And rightly so, rightly so. I'm not going to tell my daughter that the best that she can aspire to be 
is to be a housewife for someone, to look after her man. Don't get me wrong, you know, if that's what's going to make her happy, and if that's going to be what makes any woman happy, if a woman is quite happy to you know, be a housewife, if that's what she prefers to do, if that's what gives her the most, I suppose, well-being, then fine. But it shouldn't be a case of that's what it has to be. And that's kind of what patriarchal thinking says it has to be. The only way for a woman to achieve a certain measure of, so we say, fulfilment in life, in the eyes of, particularly in the eyes of the conservative religious right, a woman has to be a homemaker. The woman's job is to run the home, have babies, look after the kids, and that's it. And they shouldn't be aspiring to go to work, um, or if they do, it should be in limited circumstances, while men go out and shape society itself. Uh, as I say, usually in favour of men. And I don't think that any wise women out there would really want that to be maintained it's that kind of attitude which is why we have and yes we still have it despite all the protests contrary we'll still have a gender pay gap in many parts of the world in many different sectors there's still a massive imbalance in the representation of women uh, in politics and business and we still have a real fight on our hands for women to actually have autonomy over their own bodies and also to ensure that women are not the ones that end up you know, as, as the victims of a sexual crime are not somehow getting the blame for it. Because we thought all the time, you know, all the time in cases of rape where the victim, which is more often than not a woman in these cases, gets the blame for it somehow. Or or her circumstances are used as a mitigating factor when sentencing the offender, as though somehow the behaviour of the woman justifies the actions of the man, or at least mitigates it somehow. This is one of the issues, perhaps, which comes up with um, certain religious cultures, so we say, where the woman is expected to cover up um, because, you know, apparently it's shameful to invite the male gaze, but there don't seem to be many rules about the men not no, having wandering hands and whatnot, it's all geared up to punishing the woman just for being a woman. Now, why would any wise woman out there actually want that kind of society? Like I said before, if it's a choice, if as a woman you choose to be a housewife, you want the role of, of being a mother, that's what makes you happy, absolutely fine. There's no reason in this day and age in particular why... A woman can't be a mother and also go to work. That's quite normal these days. And it's not, I think, to the detriment of anyone because it shows their kids uh, that women can do the same things as men because women can, for the most part, do the same things as men. There are certain physical realities that we have to acknowledge here. Men, as a rule, we tend to be physically stronger. So we are suited perhaps to other tasks more than women are. But equally, that's not always to our benefit. There are certain job roles out there, certain business roles out there. You could argue that women will be better at than men. Uh, so, no, we shouldn't be 
relying on the idea that we should have these kind of like barriers in society, it's wrong. Women can do pretty much everything a man can do. Aside from a few physical issues, shall we say, uh, a few physical differences, there's no reason why women can't be uh, leaders in politics. There's no reason why they can't be running their own businesses or becoming, you know, like the CEOs of major businesses. They've got the skills, and yet we have certain people that tell women, actually, no, they can't do this because of whatever reasons. And a lot of it, and not all of it, and this doesn't apply to every single person in this category, I would hasten to add, but a lot of the people that make these arguments, they do so based on you know, religious ideas, um, and I don't think they're really thinking for themselves when they make these arguments. And it's just, you know, you see these same arguments come up again and again and again, usually by the same people as well. You refute these arguments, you demolish their points, they'll skulk away for a while and then they'll come back a little while later and they just repeat exactly the same position all over again. And you're kind of thinking, well, is there a point to having these discussions? Are these people simply determined to maintain their self-imposed ignorance? I think some of them genuinely are. I think... For some of the people that I discuss things with, and again, I want to make this point clear, this doesn't apply to everyone of faith, not by a long shot, but I think for the people that I discuss these issues with on a regular basis, I think they're so indoctrinated, they're so uh, invested, shall we say, in, in their beliefs and their religious ideas, that they don't have many thoughts or ideas that aren't shaped by their faith and thus if an idea comes along which perhaps rattles that cage and actually can be demonstrated to be perhaps of greater benefit than their religious idea well it's like a house of cards the they've built a wall around themselves which they need, they cling to, for strength, for comfort, call it what you will. And when that's threatened, it's very difficult for them to disconnect from that because it's the basis of their whole life, their whole, shall we say, self. And without that, who would they be? I'm not sure some of them know who they'd be if they weren't devoutly religious. And you know, I get it. it. It would be very difficult for someone to suddenly switch off from their belief system, especially if they've deeply held that for many, many years, and some of them have held it since childhood. Can you easily separate yourself from that? Probably not. So it becomes very difficult to have meaningful discussions because they are heavily invested in repeating already refuted arguments as a, as I suppose, an internal defence mechanism. And that leads them to be very, very stubborn. And breaking those barriers down is very, very difficult. You could even argue, is it actually even necessary? I mean, what about the whole live and let live rule? Well, live and let live is fine, but unfortunately, one of the compulsions, I suppose, that a lot of these people 
And again, not all of them by any means, but a lot of these people on the conservative religious right, they have a compulsion to not live and let live, but they want to inject their positions and their views and their judgments into other places. And they are trying very, very hard to impose their positions upon society. And they have done so successfully, we shouldn't forget, for many, many, many years. And it's only been, I suppose, in the past, um, I don't know if you could say past like sort of 50 years, perhaps a little bit less than that, that uh, society has begun to, to rethink some of these ideas and has begun to challenge them. And we're seeing lots of progress made now in these areas, but there's still a lot of support for allowing other people's beliefs, other people's religious beliefs in particular, to interfere with other people's lives. Private lives as well, you know, that's a lot, what a lot of it is about. It's about interfering with people's private lives, sex lives, that kind of thing. Stuff which really, you know, has no business being interfered with, but it's still this compulsion on the hands of the religious right to not only offer an opinion, but to try and have their opinion treated as law somehow. And it's all because of a lot of indoctrination. Uh, there's a lot of, shall we say, propaganda at work here. Lots of scaremongering. It's a very popular tactic on behalf of a lot of these people. Uh, and it just goes on and on and on. And finding a way to break through that programming, shall we say, to have some of these people actually think is very, very difficult. After all, why wouldn't it be? It's stuff which has been in place for some of these people for many, many years, as I say. But I think there has to be a counterpoint, a counterweight to this propaganda, which is why you will often find me, when some of these people are making comments and remarks on Twitter, you'll find me offering up a counterpoint more or less right away or soon after, because I don't think that kind of viewpoint being expressed this whole wise women prefer patriarchy that sort of thing that sort of view needs to be challenged because it isn't true there's no logical reason why it would be true and that kind of viewpoint is one that i will always continue to challenge because i find it to be absurd anyway i have ranted long enough uh, on this particular subject hopefully the next few podcasts as and when they happen i don't know when they will happen because uh, next week I only have one day off work. Uh, it's also half term week, which means I'll be running around with my little girl. And those things naturally, of course, take priority over doing podcasts. So you never know, might find the time somewhere. In the meantime, take care of each other, look after yourselves, have a wonderful day.